0: Walk in your own shoes, make your luck along, so you a look in the mirror and say, oh, how you've grown, sing it wild. Hi, what's going on? Episode two of the podcast, I'll call it episode two, but this is a completely different show, it really is. Um, Darren Duplant with you, thanks for tuning in, to Jeremy Loops. For kicking us off. Great tunes off the start, as always. Well, we saw that once already. Anyways, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm just going to pour myself a coffee uh, made of a little French press, kicking horse, grizzly claw this time. It's a dark roast. As uh, a little evening recording of the podcast. You might be listening in the morning, you might be listening in the afternoon, uh, but we're recording this in the evening, so there you go. So, cheers. Delicious. If you want some kicking horse coffee, you want to try it, never have. It's a little expensive in the grocery store. Only buy it when it's on sale. That's the trick. Just because you um, like things that maybe cost a little more money, doesn't mean you have to spend more money. Make sense? Yes. Buy it on sale. That's it. It's like 16 bucks for a bag of coffee beans. Of course, um, I'll never pay 16 dollars for a bag of coffee but it goes on sale for $9.99. It's like the same price as Nabob coffee. So get it on sale. Unfortunately, that means when it's on sale, you kind of have to buy it because you're not sure when it's going on sale again and you might end up with extra coffee, but there you go. So there's the tangent from the podcast on uh, on coffee. Make sure you buy it when it's on sale. Um, The first podcast that I did was a nice conversation I had with Dryden Hunt. Now, I've got the Jordan Amberley story queued up. We're going to get to that one soon. Um, we're in a bit of a hockey lull. So with hockey not in everybody's minds, I kind of want to wait a little bit before we go to that story because it's not really time-sensitive. It can be any time. So we'll get that one a little bit closer to the end of the summer leading up to hockey season. But um, summer is my slower season, as a broadcaster, I guess you could call me a bit of an entrepreneur, um, a little bit of everything. Uh, and, and that's actually lately what I've been asked um, most often is, what do you do and who do you work for? And they're hard questions to answer. They really are. Um, we talk about what I do, you know, and... I get this all the time, writing, Twitter, bios, Instagram, bios, um, whatever it might be. Let me just pull up my Twitter and actually see what I've got on there. Um, Might be time for a refresh to update this thing. Okay, profile. So uh, Darren DuPont, at Darren DuPont on Twitter, at Darren DuPont on Instagram, at Darren DuPont on Snapchat. Uh, I think just about everything is at Darren DuPont. So um, the company I've set up, DuPont Media... Um, operates most of everything that I do. but that's what I've got on my profile. So DuPont Media, TV host, um, Pats, Western Hockey League, Blades Hockey, uh, in the huddle, riders, um, and Jason Sudeikis stand-in sometimes. So I get that a little bit. And uh, um, that's it. Got my Snapchat handle on there. Um, so describing what I do, I guess the only real thing on here, aside from the teams that I've kind of worked with or work for, or I guess, cover um TV host. And that just doesn't begin to to sum it up. It, it's hard because we don't want to limit ourselves when we when we talk about who are you, what do you do. Um, but at the same time, you don't want people to say, well, what? When you kind of say, well, I, I don't really do anything, one thing. I do a lot of different things. And that's the thing that people have trouble understanding, I think, is that It's funny, uh, I had this conversation um, with somebody not so long ago and I said, I'm not really interested in a job. And he's like, what? I said, I'm not interested in a job. I look for opportunities, not jobs. And he couldn't understand that a little bit. But I know it's not for everybody. I know it's, it's high risk. It's definitely high stress. But it's fun. It's a lot of fun when you can live your life for yourself, and it doesn't mean you're self-absorbed and and just live for yourself and don't care about anybody else, but it's definitely freeing to have that ability to say yes as often as possible and, and to things that you want to say yes to. Now, obviously, there are challenges that don't always allow that, but it's definitely been worth it for me so far, and I think it's going to be worth it moving forward. So back to you know what I do. Um, I guess I'm a broadcaster, first and foremost. That's where my training lies. Uh, 2005, I graduated high school. 2000 and, well, I guess end of 2005, I went to university, went down that route. Not sure what I was going to do, um, but I knew that I was either going to wear a suit to work. That was it. I was going to wear a suit to work and work in an office building. Or I was going to be a gym teacher where you don't wear a suit to work. Two pretty opposite things. And I went to the University of Saskatchewan for, uh, that's where I enrolled. Taking arts and science, a little bit of kinesiology classes, a little bit of uh, uh, business classes to try and figure out where I was going to go. And I was playing senior hockey at the time back in Winyard, where I grew up. Uh, I would travel back from Saskatoon to play senior hockey in the Highway Hockey League. And we had a sportsman's dinner that November uh, of 05. And Sam Richardson was there. Um, Dave the Hammer Schultz was there. And Darren Detition was the MC. And I remember somebody telling me leading up to that that you should be in broadcasting. You should be on TSN. You should you should do that, and I'm, you don't think that that's a job, like that's reserved for I don't know people who are born into it or the elite or um, athletes who have played professionally or coaches. You don't think that's something you go to school for. You got to be privileged or have opportunity. It's not something anybody can do. But started looking into it and actually found out that Darren Titian from Porcupine Plains, Saskatchewan, actually went to a little, little, little tiny school called the Western Academy Broadcast College in Saskatoon, of all places. I was living in the city, had no idea that it even existed. And so chatted with him a little bit, started looking up the school, booked a tour, an open house of, of the school, did a little demo tape, and all of a sudden, I was a Christmas grad at university and enrolled to start in February. Best decision to this day that I've ever made. Awesome. Really, really great. Um, had a blast. Met so many great people, people who I'd like to uh, be more connected with today than I am, but uh, the connections are still there. I actually just ran into to Mike Henschel, actually, uh, celebrating after the uh, Saskatchewan Rush just won the uh, the first ever NLL Cup, which was previously the Champions Cup, which they had won before. Um, and it's just awesome. The, the connections... Although they might not be there every day, they're awesome. Um, they're just phenomenal. So uh, that was really cool. But anyways, back to, back to the story. So I went to Broadcast College, and it's a it bit of a funny road because I went and had an interview while I was going to school. This was not an uncommon thing for um, students to accept jobs in the middle of school and graduate early. Uh, because it's important, get your foot in the door. If an opportunity comes up, you got to take it. Remember, uh, I think it was Dustin McDowell ended up going to, to Rolko in Regina, uh, in the middle of school. He left early, and he had, had done some previous uh, summer street team work with with the company. But I did an I had an interview in Prince Albert. I drove up to PA um, to meet with Drew Wilson, and. In, in Prince Albert. He was the voice of the Prince Albert Raiders, uh, interviewed for a job that would be, I think it was a news and sports job, maybe doing some work with the Prince Albert Mintos, Midget AAA, uh, you know, the Saskatchewan Midget AAA Hockey League. Um, and then maybe getting some opportunities to get into the Prince Albert Raiders. It was about that time that I was just finished, uh, spring camp with the Regina Thunder, the football club. And, uh, I think Erwin Klempner was the head coach at that time. Sean Reeder was there. Um, And I had had a really good showing. Um, I had come off making the Top 90 camp. Um, Bill Ritz had had spoken highly highly of me. He's got a connection to the team. He was the head coach in Foam Lake, a rival school growing up. Um, And they had offered me and my brother, I think, for the better part, a a spot on the team. And... uh, and at the very least, a chance to go back to main camp and, and really um, have a really good shot to make this group. And uh, I turned down the job in Prince Albert. And I remember Don Scott and w- was, was not happy, I don't think, uh, when I turned down the job. Um, Don is, uh, runs Western Academy Broadcast College, Saskatoon. Um, really, really interesting and awesome guy, really um, is. Um, haven't had the contact with him since I've been out of the program that maybe I would have liked, but that's okay. Um, tur- turned down the job and, and stayed in school and was going to go back in the summer. Once I graduated the broadcast program to Regina to play with the Thunder. So that's fine. Finish up with school, go back to go to Regina and I get hooked up with a little apartment, um, living with uh, a friend from a neighboring town that I grew up kind of with, uh, a Chad on a who was also going to, Hopefully, play with the team as well. And got hooked up with a job at the Park Street Dairy Queen in Regina. I remember this. I think they were a sponsor of the team. But I'm uh, sitting there making blizzards every day, actually having the time of my life. Talk about one of the greatest jobs a young person can have. So much fun uh, working with the other young people there. Um, I mean, a blast. But, anyways, uh, I'm doing that, going to camp working uh, the job, football, balancing everything. And all of a sudden, um, I start getting some tendinitis in my knees. And that's not very good. So I can't play. Too much pain, can't practice, and I get cut. So here I am, cut from the football team, working at Dairy Queen now, and probably eating a blizzard every day. And things are not very good, not where I wanted them to be. I turned down a job to get into broadcasting and pretty much lost. And just a few days, actually, after I got cut, Mike Henschel, who I'd graduated with and went to broadcasting school with, um, had taken the morning show job in Kindersley on the FM station, gives me a call and says, Are you still playing football? I said, It's funny, I'm actually not. He said, Because we're, we're looking for a play by play guy for the Kindersley Clippers, and I, I thought of you, your sports guy, thought you'd be perfect if you're not doing football anymore. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was like, what are the chances? What are the odds that uh, you know four days after I get cut, here you are giving me a call on this opportunity? So get in the car, drive to Rosetown, because the station's based out of Rosetown and Kindersley. The AM station based out of Rosetown, the FM dial out of Kindersley, and the hockey games are on the AM channel. And I meet with the program director, Tia Daniels, interview, take the job, or offer the job, accept the job, and at the beginning of September, I'm in Rosetown, living in a basement suite for $300 a month, and the radio journey is begun, or has begun. So um, very, very cool how it all came together, very, very neat, but when you think about and you ask me what I do... um, I'm a broadcaster, and that's how it all began for me. So, back to kind of the question, what do you do, who do you work for? At that point, I worked for Golden West Radio, um, really good company. Um, you know, when you're young and in broadcasting, everything sucks. It's not the big time. You're in Rosetown, it's, you know, but it, it really is great, and an opportunity that I'd never give back for anything. Um, very, very thankful for my time there. It was It was phenomenal. So yeah, I'm a broadcaster. I'd like to think I'm a radio and television broadcaster, uh, a host, play-by-play voice, color commentary. Um, I produce now a little bit. I do a little bit of everything. But for me, who do I work for? That's always the tough thing because the quick answer is I work for nobody. Technically, I'm unemployed. So I work from one contract to the next. And in, in truth... It's super stressful and super scary. And I know there's probably a few of you who are in a similar situation as a freelancer um, who really, um, I know why you do it. You do it the same reason that I'm doing it. I mean, you're chasing your dreams. You want freedom. You want to be able to um, erase boundaries and have no limits and be able to do all these really cool things. But I tell, I tell you this, it's, it's not for everybody It really isn't. I mean, you're not getting paid every two weeks. You're just not. Nobody's writing you a paycheck on a regular basis unless you work for it. And then when you work for it, not only do you have to put in the time you have to market yourself, find the work, secure the work, then you've got to do the work, submit an invoice, follow up, wait for a check to come in the mail, and then you get paid. So I wouldn't trade it for anything, but you got to be able to deal with a certain amount of stress. And if you can deal with a certain amount of stress, you can deal with uncertainty and some challenges. That way, the rewards on the other side far, far um, outweigh just completely. Now, I know it's not for everybody. If you got a family and different things, but it doesn't mean it's not because you just have to be a little bit more responsible in different areas. Something that I'm working on, and I think once I master it a little bit more, I mean I'm gonna you know just there's gonna be no limits. It's it's it's, it's the opportunities are are amazing. They really are. So yeah, a radio and television broadcaster, um, dabbling and working more on the entrepreneurship side, building the business behind the scenes. Um read a really cool article uh, on Kevin Hart uh, about how he flipped the script and how he is becoming the business, not just the star, so that when people don 't want to listen to Kevin Hart anymore, the business will still survive and I think that's so important and if <coughs> excuse me i 'm not here to you know teach you anything or or to get anything from you I hope that maybe you learn something or maybe you just listen to my story learn a little bit more about me but if you do take anything away it's you got to do you and when you do you and you set yourself up in the best possible way only good things will happen i know bad things bad things do happen but Good things will happen when you do things the right way. And so what Kevin Hart's talking about is there's going to be a time when you're not wanted. It's just going to happen. And we can fight it. We can fight the way the world is going, but it's, it's a battle we're not going to win. It really is. I think about a Facebook post that's been going around. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a really bad tickle in my throat. i have a little bit of coffee a Facebook post that's been going around about um, self-checkout machines in grocery stores and how we should avoid them because they're taking away jobs, they're not paying taxes, and they're not even that handy. First of all, I love them. I think they're really quick, and it gets me in and out really fast. But, and there's usually not a long line there at all. I, I typically don't have to wait. But what they're talking about it is people are taking away your jobs and unfortunately that's the sad fact of where we move is the jobs aren't completely disappearing but they're definitely changing and you definitely have to be able to adapt move forward rethink things because the days of of jeez Working in one place and in one job for 30 or 40 or more years. They're just not here. They're just gone. They're just not, it's not a thing that we want to do as young people anymore. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to be completely gone, still going to be around, but just not in the same way and not definitely not in the same quantity. I mean, just look at your own life. As you listen to this and think about how long have you been in your current job? How many jobs have you had in the last 10 years? How long do you plan to stay in your current job? What's next? Where's your end goal? Because if you think it's 2018 that you're going to make it, get your job, Someone's going to pay you 75, dollars $85,000, dollars $150,000 a year. And that's it. You're just going to ride that for the next 40 years. And you're done. Set it and forget it. It's just not going to happen. It's not realistic. Now, congratulations if you're able to, to do that. But it's just not the reality for most of us. And especially in, I guess you could call this the entertainment business, People get bored very fast, you can become old very fast, and people can forget about you very fast. It's not a good thing or a bad thing, it's just sometimes the way it is. And I know that people might not want to listen to me, that when I'm doing a hockey game, people might flip the channel and say, geez, it's that Darren DuPont again. He doesn't say anything worth listening to. Change the channel. And that could happen. So I just try and keep my head up, keep my fingers in as many different things as possible so that if one one happens to fall off, if one happens to not be around anymore, there's something else there waiting to take its place or already taking its place that can help me out while I look for the next opportunity. So I think that's an important mindset to have um, as we move forward. Um, Always making sure that you... looking out for yourself and uh, doing what needs to be done. So um, yeah, back to that, who I work for, what I do is kind of the the theme, the big question that I get asked most often. Um, That's it. And I mean, when you look at who I work for, I mean, technically I work for myself. Technically, I work for myself, I guess you could say. And that's a stressful thing because there's a lot of pressure for somebody who's Typically a procrastinator, I'll admit it, and typically somebody who's not very good at staying organized when it comes to administrative stuff, and my value is more in creativity, in consulting, in seeing the big picture, in being enthusiastic. The little things are sometimes the most important, so I've grown a lot in those areas, I really have, and uh, that's been a big challenge working for myself and and uh, being able to, to balance and, and find that type of uh, type of success. So currently, the portfolio would be something like this. Uh, Western Hockey League television on access uh, was Shaw. Hopefully something new down the road when the Western Hockey League uh, looks to expand their television coverage, if that ever happens. Um, Canada West football and CIS football, or, well, U Sports football, apologize for that, um, which was on Shaw now uh, through um, a network that covers Western Canada through, through Bell Optic T, Optic TV, Sastel Max and others. Um, Saskatoon Blades, color commentary and the radio broadcasts, with The Legend, Les Lazaric. Um, the Sports Cage. Uh, I've been doing more guest uh, co-hosting appearances on there with, uh, with Rod Peterson, who's just been a phenomenal mentor to me. Um, Mitchell Blair as well um, that's been a really great opportunity in the huddle again with Rod it's on access uh, other opportunities on access that have come up uh, has been great um, and, and on the other side behind the scenes have been doing lots of great social media work uh, working with various companies uh, in a consulting role uh, in some social media managing management rules actually managing and publishing on accounts that's been really fun doing some video work on the sides, um, getting into the production, the producing uh, behind the scenes of uh, television broadcasts. That's been a lot of fun as well. Uh, More recently, starting to get into the public speaking mindset, Um, speaking at uh, at high schools in the province. That's been fun. Um, Just recently at, uh, at Middle Lake Really great talking to their students on their awards night. What a phenomenal program. Great people. That was a lot of fun. Really was. That was great. Um, really, really fun time. So um, I'm, I'm sure I've missed something along the way. But, and then other things that come up, little little games here and there. Recently did the uh, Can-Am Bowl, play-by-play for the Can-Am Bowl, uh, which is the uh, annual six-man uh, North American championship, Canada versus the USA, um, did that in Corrobert, actually, not too long ago, so that's what I do, um, and I keep my phone on, keep it charged, and, and hope that it rings, and hope that there's more jobs around the corner, but it can be stressful, so here in the summertime, the riders uh, are the big ticket of the day, um, and that's what keeps my time busy, and a lot of planning, um, a lot of trying to to build moving forward, and uh, podcasting was something that I've wanted to do, so I uh, had the great one, or had a really great conversation with Trident Hunt. That you guys were really, really great with the feedback was outstanding. I really appreciate that. Uh, we're gonna get more of those coming. I promise you that we'll get more of that coming. Um, and wanted to get on here today and, uh, and and drop this as a little bit of an introduction. So I hope you enjoy this. For those of you, the two or three of you, mom and maybe my brother and sister um, that are still listening to this at the end. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. And we'll do this again. We'll do this again soon. Uh, if you got any questions, you want any feedback, uh, well, if you've got feedback, not if you want feedback, if you've got feedback, or maybe you want feedback about something, um, or you just want to chat, my line's always open. Again, at Darren DuPont, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, you know where to find me, and uh, keep bugging me because the phone's not always charged, but it's always there. And uh, and anything you need, seriously, uh, let me know. And we'll talk to you soon on Access, in the Huddle, on the Sports Cage, uh, wherever it may be, or maybe it's here on the podcast next. Um, enjoy. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again soon.